Welcome back to the Down to Earth Podcast. Today is the third episode. And with this third episode, we go back to the NFL after we just experienced the divisional round playoffs, which nothing we've ever seen before. Each game having a walk-off of their own. Meaning each one of these games had their own throw factor. If you miss watching all these games, I don't know what to tell you. You missed out big time. These games were good. Anyways, first things first before I get into each of the games that each of the four games that went off on Saturday and Sunday. Sean Payton steps down as Saints head coach, promptly retiring, thus giving us the end of an era with the Saints with Drew Brees and Sean Payton. Good thing, Saints fans, you want a Super Bowl out of it. It's really all that matters, right? Maybe not since you lost your head coach, Andrew Bees, but we'll see what happens from there. All right, first game, Bengals against the Tennessee Titans. Bengals had the bye week because they were the number one seed in the NFC, but still lost to the Bengals to a final score of 19-16. to In this game, Joe Burrow was sacked a record-tying nine times in a game. Your Cincinnati's O-line, that's terrible. You can't let that happen going into the championship game without a doubt. And even though Joe Burrow was still sacked all those nine times and still pulled off the win, he still went 28 for 37 with 348 passing yards and one interception that, quite honestly, could go down as an incompletion. But I'm not a referee. And of course, his number one target, Jamar Chase, has himself a day with five receptions and 109 yards. That LSU connection building strong in the NFL, without a doubt. On the tight end side of the ball, Tannehill went 15 for 24 for 220 yards with one touchdown, but had three killer interceptions, including a fourth quarter pick in crunch time where he through a brutal deflection picked off by Cincinnati and then Joe Burrow proceeds to start the game-winning drive ending it with the walk-off field goal from their rookie kicker Evan McPherson but besides the picks AJ Brown also had himself a day with five receptions 142 yards and a touchdown that man is something else For game one, that was definitely a thriller ending with a walk-off field goal, especially, especially from a rookie kicker. Nailing that 54-yard field goal straight down the middle, too. Moving on to game two, San Francisco 49ers at the Green Bay Packers. San Fran proves that they can still own Green Bay in the playoffs, beating Green Bay 13-10. Jimmy G has a modest game, going 11 for 19 with 131 yards and an interception. Debo Samuel doing it all, putting the whole team on his back. 10 carries for 39 rushing yards and 3 receptions for 44 yards. For San Francisco, special teams unit blocked a field goal and on top of that, blocked the punt to tie the game at 10-10 apiece. For Green Bay side, Rodgers goes 20 for 29. Throwing for 225 yards, but getting no touchdowns and no picks. 
Meaning, Rodgers is now 0 for 4 against San Francisco in the playoffs. Now we all know, what's Rodgers' weakness? It's San Francisco in the playoffs. As he's a record 0 and 4 against them. That leaves the question. Is this Rodgers' final year in Green Bay? Same with Devontae Adams. Where will both of them go? Who knows? It's all a mystery until free agency roams around, isn't it? That game also ends on a walk-off field goal from none other than Robbie Gold. Kicking that game-winning field goal as time expired with four seconds left in the fourth quarter to send the 49ers on to the championship game where they will play off against the Rams. Which I will get to their game right now. Rams win 30-27. to Yeah, that close of a game. Also a thriller. Stafford goes on to have himself a day, goes 28 for 38 with 366 yards and two touchdowns. Clean game with no interceptions. Cooper Cup goes off and has himself a day as well, collecting nine receptions on 183 yards and a touchdown. Now what makes this game so close, you say? The fact that the Rams fumbled the ball four times. They fumbled four times in this game allowing Tampa Bay to tie the game at 27-27. Of course, like the other past two games I just talked about, this game also ended on a walk-off field goal from Rams kicker Matt Gay with, as time expired in the fourth quarter. Now for Tampa's side of the ball, Brady putting the team on his back, going 30-54 for 54 with 329 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. Now you're wondering, how did this game get to be 30 to 27? The Rams led this game 27 to 3 entering into the third quarter. You had those fumbles in the third quarter allowing some points to be put up by Tampa Bay. Although in the entire fourth quarter when the game was 27 to 13, Rams still leading by two scores. In the entire fourth quarter, Sean McVay decides to run the ball for every possession they had in the fourth quarter till it came crunch time when they needed to win the game. Now, I'm not a head coach, and I know there's unwritten rules to football when you're leading by a huge amount of points, but this is playoffs. Who cares about unwritten rules? You're driving to win this game. If you're McVay, you can't run the ball the entire fourth quarter. I get you're trying to prevent interceptions in crucial spots, but you can't manage the game like that. You can't be that conservative with this much time left in the fourth quarter. I just don't see why you would ever do that. Anyway, anyway, Rams still find a way to pull it off. Winning 30-27. to 27, And I'm done rambling with that. And we move on to the last game. And quite arguably the best game from the past weekend. Buffalo Bills at Kansas City Chiefs. The playoff game that went into overtime. That unfortunately saw the Bills lose 42-36. to 36. Now before I get into that. 
Josh Allen has himself a day, without a doubt. Going 27 for 37 with 329 passing yards and four touchdowns, as long as 68 rushing yards. Who was his favorite receiver that day, knowing that Stephon Diggs would, without a doubt, be covered? Gabriel Davis goes on to collect eight receptions, 201 yards, and all four touchdowns that Josh Allen threw. On the Chiefs' side, Mahomes goes 33 for 44 for 378 yards, three touchdowns, and 69 rushing yards. Tyreek Hill gets himself 11 receptions for 150 yards and a touchdown. Travis Kelsey gets eight receptions with 98 yards and an overtime touchdown. Obviously, this game was a thriller. Big time thriller. If you weren't able to watch this game, find highlights. Watch this game any way you can. This was without a doubt the best game you could ever see. Now, with that in mind, should there be new overtime rules? Yes or no? Now, depending on what platform you listen to this podcast on, there's going to be a little poll saying if you think there should be new overtime rules or no, there shouldn't be new overtime rules. So here's what I'm going to say. After seeing this game, seeing the Chiefs win on a walk-off touchdown with Mahomes connecting to Travis Kelsey, I think there should be new overtime rules. To me, it just doesn't seem fair that you give one team the ball and if they get a touchdown on their very first drive, very first possession, and they score a touchdown, you can't call it game over. You got to be fair to both sides. You got to give the second team a chance here. If the first team scores, gets themselves a touchdown, you got to give the ball to the other team, see if they can answer. Might as well drain those whole 10 minutes of overtime. Obviously, there's multiple experiments that can be done with overtime. But without a doubt, I think there should be some new overtime rules. Balance the fairness out a bit. Give both teams a good chance at winning an overtime game besides deciding it with a coin toss. But that's pretty much it for this podcast episode. Um, if you want to follow me, we have an Instagram page. You can follow it at Down to Earth Sports. Uh, one more time, you can follow me at Down to Earth Sports on Instagram. That's our new page. You'll get any new updates on when an episode is going live, when an episode is posted, and it also shows you where you can listen to these podcasts. And thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I will get back to it next week, most likely, when the results of the championship game come in after Sunday. I, without a doubt, like you guys, hope that Sunday's games are as much of a thriller as all these divisional games were. Might not be walk-off games like all four of them were, but without a doubt, games ending on a walk-off are the best games to watch. So... Stay tuned for that next episode coming at you next week. Thanks for listening.